Hello and welcome back to What the Frick Podcast. If you've been following along, I am doing my mini episodes where I talk about my time in Europe. So this episode will be dedicated to Madrid, Spain, which is the third place I traveled to right after being in the French Riviera. So again, taking off where we left off, I traveled to Madrid by myself because my friend left Nice to go back to the States because she had to go back to work. Sucks for her. (laughs) Just kidding. Not really. Um, But anyways, my mom actually met me in Madrid and she was with me in this city and in the following city as well. So again this was planned to be a total solo trip um the main reason was that i just didn't want where i was tired of waiting for people to have the time off from work or the financialness to be able to go on a trip like this which is no one's fault i just wanted to be able to do something like this for myself which is why i initially planned it as a completely solo trip but I was very fortunate to have both my one of my best friends and then my mom meet me. So I got very, very lucky. So the interesting thing about Madrid was that my mom booked it even more last minute than my friend did. So the room I had gotten myself in Madrid was like just for one person. Like they wouldn't physically allow another person to be in the room with me and the beds were very small so she actually got her own hotel room but the hotel I had picked was completely sold out so we got her a hotel a block away so it's kind of fun to see two different hotels and have that experience but Madrid was so different than the other places I had been one of the hotter places it was extremely warm there and a little a little bit on the humid side but also a bit on the dry side uh so not not nothing I'm not super used to but when I got there this was like the middle city in terms of my trip um going to five different places this being the third it was kind of like okay once I come here I'm and I finish this city like I'm halfway done with my trip kind of crazy to think about So I get there and my mom's kind of going through what I went through in London, you know, the jet lag. She did a really good job, though, of staying awake and making it through the day and walking around. So very proud of her for that. We ended up going to this rooftop bar that was located on the Gran Via, which is where we were staying, which is just like a giant street dedicated to shopping, basically. Um, we went to this hotel bar another time as well because we really liked it. But we wanted something close by um, with her being tired and everything. So we sat at, the, at this hotel bar. Um, and Madrid is like known for their rooftops. So it was fun to just like bop around and see all the different rooftops that they had. But our first real day in Madrid was um, really just us kind of walking around. I had a couple of things on the itinerary in terms of like touristy things I wanted to see. One being Retiro Park. Again, I think it would have been a little bit nicer had it not been super hot outside, but we made the most of it. We got on 
their subway system which was a lot harder to figure out because in london taking the tube was so easy because you could just apple pay with your phone every time you went to take a ride whereas in madrid you had to actually like physically buy a metro card and like load trips and money onto it which was very hard for us to figure out because it was all in spanish thankfully my mom does speak spanish pretty well so she actually asked a local for help and we were able to figure a lot of it out so going to material park was very fun it's obviously a very famous park there with the giant pond and everything we went to the crystal palace which was sadly being like renovated inside so we couldn't go inside the actual palace we still saw it and we saw this beautiful garden that there was like no people around which was super weird because there were just different types of flowers everywhere and there were fountains within it and we spent a while just walking around this little fountain area and then we made our way to plaza mayor which is just another famous plaza where we just sort of sat had some drinks and cooled off um i've i've learned that going to europe is really just doing an activity and then spending an hour sitting down having a drink because of all the walking um and the heat so that was like the main (laughs) thing that we did while we were there Um, We also went and visited the famous Mercado de San Miguel, which is pretty much just like a giant market. Um, These are sort of very common all over Spain, but they're fun because it's sort of like street vendors within a market. So like there was one area that was just dedicated to Aperol spritzes where you would literally just buy Aperol spritzes, one where they just would sell sangria one where they would be selling like pastries another one where they were selling like different types of lobster so like lobster croissants lobster tacos like pretty much whatever you could think of they had in this market so it was cool to just like sit in there people watch order these like small little tapas and like walk around with your drink that night we had a cool thing planned where well, we were trying to figure out what to do for dinner. I didn't, hadn't made any actual dinner reservations in Madrid because I kind of wanted to just walk around and find stuff. But we ended up finding this Michelin restaurant that my mom really wanted to go to. She's like, I want to have just like one really nice dinner. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we made a reservation. And Spain is very interesting because they don't eat dinner there until very late at night. So most things are not opening until 7 or 8 o'clock. And I we got to this restaurant, like, our reservation was, I think, right at 8 o'clock when the restaurant opened. We were the only people sitting in this restaurant, and it just, it felt very awkward, because I'm like, we're literally the only ones here, and I could sort of feel the staff talking about us, which made me, like, slightly uncomfortable, because as I was asking the waiter questions who you know did speak English and I'm aware that I am in a country where English is not the primary language but um, as I was asking questions it just felt like they were like smirking at me in weird ways and I could just tell that they were the kind of people who as soon as they like walked back to the kitchen were like talking about us um, in probably not the most positive way so that didn't make me feel too great especially since it was a michelin star restaurant i'm like we should be treated like anyone else even though we are obviously american 
And I'm obviously not used to eating this super fancy food. I just like am asking questions about it. But it was fun and my mom had fun. That's all that mattered. And before this restaurant, we actually found on TikTok, there was this speakeasy that was pretty popular and you had to make a reservation and it would give you the location and a password and you'd go down into the speakeasy where you were not allowed to take any photos or videos, which I was not a fan of. I did happen to sneak one photo of my drink, but it was really cool. And it was called Jack's Library and we, again, got in right when it opened because that seems to be a pattern here. And it was located at this flower store. When you walked in, you would like enter the password and like the door would open. You would go down into this like hidden underground library that felt very historical. Um, they had very cool drinks. So we went and did that before heading to this Michelin restaurant. So that was actually a very cool experience. And I'm glad that we, you know, pondered upon that while perusing TikTok. The next day was pretty fun too. There's this very old restaurant and by old I mean it's like I think it's either the oldest restaurant in the world or the oldest restaurant in Spain. I forget but it's called um, Casa Botin and it was delicious. It's you know located right in like the uh, what's it called the Latin Quarter I think of Spain so a lot of cute and just like very old restaurants and it's funny because the staff at this restaurant treated us so nicely um even though we were asking questions and I'm like this is exactly how we should be being treated and this is not even a Michelin star restaurant so uh ham is a really big thing in this part of Spain so ham is like everywhere so we ordered what's I guess considered prosciutto but a little bit different um with melon and that was delicious and then we also ordered this garlic shrimp that was in this like soup type bowl and that was delicious as well um and this was also the day where I would say I had a mini what's the word mental breakdown I guess I had a traumatic experience the night before when so <laughs> okay so I'm trying to fall asleep and it's like 1 30 in the morning I had just gotten back from my mom's hotel dropping her off we had a drink at, at her hotel and then I walked back to my hotel so I'm falling asleep and all of a sudden I hear someone knocking on my hotel room door and I hear these voices in a different language and I like immediately freaked out so I had a do not disturb sign on you know I'm about to fall asleep and I've seen TikToks where you know people are like trying to break into people's rooms um you know sex trafficking is a big thing and I'm in a very big city where it's it's safe but it's also known to have it's not safe moments so I immediately freak out. There's no peephole, so I can't look outside and see what these people look like. After a few minutes, they I did hear the voices go away and it didn't knock again. But I called the hotel and I'm trying to explain to them on the phone like what's happening. And they're a little confused until I say, well, I'm in my room. Like, is this safe? And they're like, oh, you're fine. You're fine. Like, no one can get in. 
but it was scary because there was no deadbolt on this door there was nothing I could lock from the inside like everything was just key automated so I tried to go back to sleep and I ended up calling my dad who was in the states because I didn't want to you know wake up my mom who's trying to get her sleep in after flying so I'm calling him and he's like I think you're okay like it's been 15 minutes um my consensus that it was just like some lost family or people who thought it was their room could have been drunk I don't know but regardless it was very hard for me to fall asleep after that when I'm by myself so I like barely slept that night and then to top it all off at like five in the morning I heard a huge like crashing sound come from within my room so that freaked me out I get up I see that the door like I almost thought maybe it was like someone trying to put their key in and then it like didn't work so the door hasn't been messed with and I had like a towel and the chair propped up against the door I'm like that hasn't moved so then I'm like well I'm up I may as well use the bathroom so I you know go to the bathroom to pee and I notice that the little shower head has fallen off its rack onto the ground and that was the noise I had heard so <laughs> I'm like well thank god it was just that I did not bother picking the shower head back up because I'm like well I cannot deal with any more noises so between those two things which yes nothing actually scary happened but like it was just scary being in a foreign country had my mom been with me I would have been less freaked out but she wasn't I didn't want to bother her it's hard to talk to the hotel staff when again there's a slight language barrier and they're just like not fully understanding the situation so the next morning I was like extremely exhausted I'm trying to talk to the hostel I'm trying to talk to the hotel staff about just like how the doors work and they they did explain it which made me feel better but I I just felt exhausted and it's like I said I can get by pretty well on no sleep but I've been in Europe now for multiple days walking around I wouldn't say that I've been sleeping a whole lot um my motto was I sleep six hours a night and I walk eight miles a day because you know you're trying to fully live your life and you're not really like taking the time in the day to be like watching Netflix or watching TV or like because you're like trying to you know get your money's worth and see the sights so just both physically and mentally exhausted at this point and I'm out with my mom trying to like start our day and I'm like I just don't feel good like I had anxiety I almost felt nauseous and I was like I need to go back to the hotel and just lay down for a bit and see if I feel better um and I felt bad because my mom flew all this way to see Madrid and hang out with me and here I am like on the verge of a mental breakdown so <laughs> luckily she didn't care and I bought some water walked back to the hotel and just like laid down for like two and a half hours and then I I don't think I slept at all because I still felt kind of weird but I think just being in the air conditioning helped and just kind of taking a, a minute to like actually rest was helpful because after that we, we we went back out to that um the oldest restaurant in Spain and I like immediately felt better and had a good time so that was a little kink in my trip both the scary knocking and also just 
me freaking out and I just got very overwhelmed because like this is like the reality behind traveling it's like it's very exhausting and I was getting very overwhelmed thinking about how I'm only halfway done like I still have to go to two more countries traveling getting there living it up like and I'm so tired like it I was overwhelmed I was like I don't know if I can do it like what was I thinking planning a 20-day trip like that's crazy and this isn't like going to Hawaii or the Bahamas where you're like laying on a beach all day like I'm walking eight miles a day and like it's a lot so I just had a slight moment where I like freaked out but I was okay after that and I had no other issues but anyways back to the story so yeah the day really turned around from there um I felt a lot better after resting and eating a nice meal and then we went to this really cool rooftop terrace that actually overlooked the palace in Madrid. Kind of hard to find, but um, we got there. It was absolutely stunning. Like it, it, over, it overlooked the entire palace. So we sat there for a while, met some other Americans who we talked to for a bit. And I was just like so happy that I was feeling better and feeling alive because I get such a rush and such a high from traveling and like seeing new things and I could feel that that rush going away with my anxiety and so going back to that terrace and then just like walking around the palace area like I started to feel alive again and happy again and then we like ran into some cool like street musicians and it was like sunset and it was just nice like walking around with it not being so hot um, we found like a really cute little restaurant where we just like sat and people watched and just just felt a lot better. So very happy for that. And then the next day we just sort of went to the the palace, walked around the actual insides of the palace, which was very cool. And then we just ended ended Madrid by going back to the original rooftop bar that we started at because it was so close to our hotel. Um, we had a very good time there. I was just happy that I was feeling better. Madrid was a whirlwind. Very happy I went. Very happy I saw everything. But definitely like almost hit my breaking point there. Oh, something cool that happened was we were coming home from dinner one night. And we get and we're like getting out of the Uber. And there's a mob of people outside of the hotel where we were going to that rooftop bar a lot and we're like what's going on so we get outside of the uber and we ask these girls like who is it like it was pretty obvious some celebrity was staying there and they were like waiting for them to come out or whatever and they're like oh it's machine gun kelly I'm like oh no way so Machine Gun Kelly was I guess staying at the same hotel that we had been going in and out of to get to the rooftop bar and he was like playing some sort of festival but yeah people were like outside screaming like crazy I'm just like yeah this is cool Uh, (laughs) it wasn't like wasn't like Taylor Swift or anything but again just cool that I was I saw that famous actor in London and then I saw well I didn't see MGK but you know he was he was around uh the funny thing is we were were really hoping to have some paella because Spain is like known for paella funny enough we could like not I thought we would just like stumble across it we we never did 
um it wasn't like as common of a thing when i was in barcelona for years ago i had it constantly but ham was the big thing in madrid so we were eating a lot of like random foods like um ham croquettes which is honestly just like a mozzarella stick with like cheese and ham in it um we had a lot of like shrimp um italian food just like stuff like that but we had a hard time actually locating paella which was kind of sad um overall though had a very good time in in madrid very happy i went i will say i was very happy my mom was there because walking around at night by myself i definitely would have been a little bit more scared and like i said it's a very safe city but just walking from her hotel to my hotel at like midnight every night i was very aware of my surroundings just making sure that when i was in those smaller alleyways that you just have to go through because that's that's just how europe is laid out like i was just very aware and it's funny because the morning that we left to go to our next location which was switzerland we had an early flight so we had to leave the hotel at like 5:45 in the morning and as I'm walking from my hotel to my mom's hotel to catch the cab, there are people everywhere, like lining the streets. And like these people were still going out for the night because in Spain, people party until like seven in the morning. So I'm lugging my suitcase and people are like drinking and just like laying in the street because I think the clubs had closed. And it was actually like a very cool thing to see like how many people there were. I'm just like, wow, I'm just trying to like go to my next location. You guys are out here partying. Um, didn't end up going to any clubs. I think I was overwhelmed and tired, but um, I really enjoyed the speakeasy we went to and obviously just like being with my mom and having her with me, especially, you know, when I was just sort of having that rough patch was nice. Um, so very grateful for that. That concludes the Madrid episode. I hope you guys are enjoying these. We have two more left, um, Switzerland and Ireland. So the next episode will be dedicated to my time in Switzerland. So again, thank you all for listening. And these are very fun to record and just live through again. And with that, I will see you guys next week.